0: She gave me the eye And Greasy Bob come on in Took her home to a honky tonk Next thing We're checking into the spring day in.
1: In the morning she says I love you Hank Then she starts to twitch Said sorry baby Gotta go Cause I'm truck driving son of a bitch Oh yeah <laughs> hmm. I'm a truck driving son of a bitch I'm a pill poppin'. Jojo Wheaton. Truck, truck driving, driving son of a bitch. A chicken fried. Steak eaten. Truck, truck driving son of a bitch. A five dollar shower. Duty girl happy hour. Truck, truck driving son, of a, son of a bitch. Oh yeah. Hey. What you twenty 10 ball? handball? Oh uh-huh, so nice
2: to have uh, well uh, smacked that good it's so nice to have everything not fucked like the hit three buttons everything works I don't have to dismantle
0: that's quick and easy yeah you're not pulling shit apart Hmm.
2: so I want to hear about the CDL school but it really interests me because I've got no
0: yeah you just found some old dude I did it on my own (laughs) 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 <laughs> um I mean it reminds me of normal school in a lot of ways so it's like just a bunch of losers doing paperwork but um I don't know it was better and worse than I expected I guess cuz the people who there like a lot of the uh training staff were like ex-military guys? A bunch of Air Force dudes, actually. And they're like... That makes a lot of sense. They're good people, yeah. and they're serious, and they know what they're talking about, and they know how to teach retards to drive backwards. Yeah, they've been through basic training. They know, <laughs> they yep. know what the
1: average level of human <laughs> they're dealing with is and what they're going to fucking do.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they've got everything broken down into, like, I mean, they teach everyone how to do different backing up by, like, here is when you turn the wheel all the way to the right and all the way to the left. And if you do that a few thousand times, you might figure something out, you fucking idiot. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. It's mostly just, like, you've worked in an office, you know, you have to sign yeah. much paperwork and do all your corporate shit in the beginning and watch safety <sighs> videos and all that, and that's miserable. But then they just break you into groups and they give you someone who doesn't give a fuck about you and he's like well all right we're gonna do 45 degree backs over and over again until you start to learn something <laughs> maggot you know, yeah right yeah yeah it really its a boot camp and yeah there's no um it really is when you first show up like everyone's we uh so, so we show up to the hotel or i show up to the hotel and figure all that out and it's a hotel and i get a roommate and he's some old black dude and he's fine whatever um, but the next morning, it's like we've got to be Outstairs waiting for the bus at 6 in the morning So we go down there and Eat the hotel breakfast, which is exactly The same every day, which is a plate of wet Scrambled eggs, three sausage patties A yogurt and a bowl of oh, What the hell is the old people cereal With the raisins in it Raisin bran? Sure. Muesli? No. It's got, it's like Frosted flakes, but they're the color of real food
2: What the fuck are you talking
0: about? I think it's got a purple box
2: that's raisin raisin bran is purple. And
0: it's raisin bran. There we go. <laughs> and I think a raisin bran, because the other options were Fruit Loops and Cornflakes And I wasn't going to be eating either of those.
2: <laughs> Every time I eat Fruit Loops, it's great that I shit myself afterwards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> delightful
0: colors.
2: I no longer have the stomach of a seven-year-old.
0: I can't eat or drink anything like I used to.
2: I go places and look at what's available. The like I was getting Chinese food and I just looked at the all the colored soda cans of possible drinks to pick and i was like literally all of that is poison like if i went to the cleaning aisle at the grocery store and looked at cleaning supplies it was it's like i shouldn't drink any of this that's the same <laughs> it's
0: all the same color palettes and everything
1: <laughs> it looks like laundry detergent it's better as good for me if i drink it
0: <laughs> yeah they've got uh same when i worked at aldi they have these um like you they've got a there's a bank of refrigerated doors and like snack stuff like a convenience store set up with a self-serve kiosk at the end and it's staffed by some company i don't remember they show up every week and staff the entire thing like a vending machine but they have that at the operating center too in the cafe and looking at it, just sitting there looking at it eating my fine lunch and it's like everything in there is made out of corn (laughs) <laughs> there's like i'm looking i'm like scanning row by row and it's like it's all corn
2: i was delivering to Walmart's, and i went in to get a kombucha because they have the cherry ones i like mm. and uh i walked by an aisle of they had a special deal on corn oil and it was just you like can buy it straight <laughs> <laughs> dude because like vegetable oil is so bad for you and then they're going straight corn and it's like two four by eight sheets of plywood worth a shelving space of just in various, either way too large ranging to like the jugs that have the handle, the handle. on top of them of corn oil. And I was just like, what the fuck are we doing?
0: You do shooters when you're all jammed up with Arby's.
1: <laughs> oh my God. How do people live?
0: Nasty. Short and miserable.
1: That's fucking hilarious. Oh,
0: Anyway, so yeah, hotel, breakfast, and we're waiting out there for the shuttle uh, at 6 in the morning. So I'm getting up at 5 every morning, which coming off of second shift at Aldi straight to that was rough, but I made it. But uh, everyone's nervous at first, like getting buzzed off, like everyone's quiet, you know, getting the lay of the land, looking around. Um, We're sitting in the cafeteria waiting for the instructors to show up and start waiting for something to happen, pretty much. Because everyone just followed into the room and sat down and started looking around. Was only, I was the only person who walked over to the like desk where the um, driver helped, uh, driver something, driver services. Drivers come in and are serviced. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I was asking, he's like, okay, I'm new here for training. What am I supposed to do? And it's like, just wait.
2: <laughs> this reminds me of like the, what, the Bogans from The Hitchhiker's Guide to the
1: Galaxy. <laughs> <Like you're just laughs> Yeah, bureaucracy.
0: <laughs> Into the
2: machine.
0: Yeah, yep. We said them all just everyone sitting in there waiting and uh, waiting for about an hour, waiting until seven to, until someone showed up and just was like did roll call basically and then funneled us out to a classroom. But that set the tone for the entire thing. Like, At the end of whatever event you were doing whether you're in a classroom doing paperwork or like getting a physical or doing something with someone they would tell you what's about to happen next and roughly when it would happen and then they would leave you be for an indeterminate amount of time and it was uh, pretty much on everyone there to figure out it's like am i supposed to go somewhere because it's like figure it out show up like the (laughs) next event or get left behind i guess so that was kind of cool and it filtered out i think there were 16 of us in the beginning and that filtered out two almost immediately who just, like, wow. got lost, didn't make it to the next thing, and then, like, of <laughs> course, if, if you fuck it up that quickly, like, they're not showing up the second yeah, day. Not, yeah, yeah, and it was uh, three strikes and you're out. Like, dropped from the program, goodbye, you now have to pay us the tuition back. <sighs> yeah, but then, uh, paperwork the first week, very boring, thought I'd die, almost, that was, yeah, thought I, would like, didn't think I was gonna make it. I'm back in high school. Like, I don't know if I can pull a D on this one, because I've been free, I've been loose for too long. Uh... And i made mean, there. that was fine that was um mm, the instructors have been there for a while they're just hamming it up like cracking jokes getting everyone on board but yeah still just like here push through do the paperwork come
2: another on. wave will come in a week yep
0: another wave of 12 next week and then uh yeah second week we're out in the yard um i think that was just like very basics like all right hop in You've you've done the paperwork. You know how you're supposed to start this thing. Here's how you start this thing: like drive it around the yard in gear with then...
2: both brakes pushed in. Of
0: course, <laughs> yes. Oh, I mean, there are plenty of people like dragging trailers <laughs> or not moving anywhere. And of course, yeah, like all the um, trucks are beat the fuck like they're all the training trucks, so they're covered in dust and scrapes and it, like everything's loose. All the clearances are fucked up, the brakes and yeah, no one's driven air brakes. And I I think I might have been the only person I saw who was careful enough to not just like immediately like stop. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, and the gas too, because there's so much lead before anything starts to happen. They yeah. just like, rung, Everyone's like, all the seats are like way rocking, too much. And, too. and then their
1: foot's rocking on the pedal. they just
0: like, wah, wah, wah. You hear these empty trailers too. You hear it's like, gah, 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 against the fifth wheel.
2: When I loaded Lover Trucks, we hired this Indian kid who was just like a fucking mama's boy. He was in.
0: Oh, a yeah. s- La or Bort?
2: Uh, dot. Yeah. the He was in so far over his head in terms of like, his parents told him he's a good boy his whole life and it's like dude you fuck up once you're going to fucking squish one of us get your shit together. The but he um International Automatics in my experience I don't know who makes the transmissions but they uh creep really heavily like they'll creep at like 5 miles an hour with a full load and so he uh got into the truck drove it over to where he was supposed to park it and then got out and pulled the red knob but not the yellow knob and left it in drive and got out of the truck so then it proceeded to start creep and then dragging the trailer it was empty so it starts hopping along behind <laughs> just dragging through all four wheels and then it just starts taking off with no one in it across the <laughs> parking lot and I was just standing there watching it laughing I was like that goes all the way to something and so
1: he's just like <laughs> running after the truck across it I was just go 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 did he catch it yeah, he got it. He managed to not run himself over too.
0: Damn, that's like, yeah. You're like catching a train then, because you gotta like haul up yeah. into there. Man,
2: yeah, it's crazy the shit that people do. It's like you, and then the people don't understand the amount of force involved. Like I've seen people reach out with their hands and try and stop stuff, and it's like that weighs eighty fucking
0: thousand pounds. Just you run away, just try and do that with a car. But like no, no, no. <laughs> no it's like you yeah. don't get it. There's something pushing in there against you. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna. You're not stopping it. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you put in front of that. Man, yeah, people just oh, dragon trailers shaking everything, accelerating way too hard. <laughs> Everyone like yeah, first being the the backing up, and you're like mm. do it gentle. Everyone's spinning the drive tires, backing up, <laughs> just like <laughs> Everything's shake, and then they jump on the brake, so it's just like, over and over and over again. You can see where they. Um, practice the backing because there's just like it's dug ruts. yeah where's the that the ash fall yeah. away yeah. <laughs> well they, they was just a gravel lot there but it's still like you can see it's gravel mm-hmm. and stones and stuff and then it's just like it's powdered dust at the, <laughs> and, like and holes at the spots where everyone backs in <laughs> but uh yeah and no, that was fine Yeah. You know. They, yeah, it's, it's very, it was just very loose. Like, they'd have a, a few instructors around, and like, mm-hmm. sometimes they just wander off and go do something else. And yeah, if like, you're not
2: going to teach it to yourself on your own, you're going to be a terror. Like, yep. yeah. There's...
0: Yeah. And then that took, let's see, that was. Did we do anything else that week? I think that was most of the week, yeah. Like, a few steps out on the road, a lot of backing in at 45, just familiarizing yourself with the machinery. Uh, and the tablets, too. The. ELD yep. electronic
2: yep. ELDs that's what the electronic logging, logging device. device.
0: Yeah. yeah, those are that's fine. I guess I don't know. Some people there. My roommate was a uh, an old black dude, like perfectly pleasant guy, like great great guy. As, as a roommate, like perfectly fine. But it's still like he went out shopping, and he came back with uh, candy and hot dogs from Walmart.
1: How old is he? I mean. No way to know.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not sure. I'd guess late 50s. But seeing that... And, like, I'm doing push-ups and, like, sitting under the desk reading books and, like, keeping myself occupied because I'm losing my mind yeah. in this hotel otherwise. And he's asking me for help and stuff. And it's cool. Like, I'm trying. But he's just, like, clearly not... He's been left behind. Yeah. Like, he's not ready for this. And the, the electronic logs, I think, was the last straw because of the one morning... Man, that was, yeah, that was so sad. I didn't um, realize what I had seen until afterwards, because I woke up in the morning and, like, brushed my teeth, got ready, whatever. It's 5 in the morning. And uh, he's in there doing his stuff, too. And I come out of the bathroom, and he's he's kneeling next to the bed, and he's praying. I hadn't seen him do that before. And I was just like, mm, well, okay, I'll leave you. And I, you know, fussed around quietly, mm-hmm. left him alone. And then I went downstairs and had breakfast, got on the bus, and he wasn't there at the end. And I didn't realize until later. It's like, I saw... An old man realizing that he had been left behind and like praying about <sighs> wow, it.
2: Wow, that's crazy. That's fucking...
0: Because I came back at the end of the day and like all the stuff was gone. And
2: as soon as you told me that, I was like, fuck, if you're getting your CDL in your 50s, like, what the... Like, that's a young man's game. That's... Yep. Oh, that's, fuck, that's
1: heavy. That's well, actually really, really heavy. heavy.
0: Yeah. That's, well... Because yeah. he was, like, he was a swell dude, and he really wanted to do better. Like, he'd call his wife and his son and stuff, talk about how it was, it's like say, hey, I'm having a little trouble, but, like, I'm out here doing this, and blah, 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 blah. Like, he was funny, and uh but he just wasn't, like, got left behind.
2: I wonder about that, of, like, the... I see people fuck up, and I think, what do they... Like, I know they're married, and I think, what did they tell their wives as a man? Because, like... I might, if I fuck up, it's going to be spectacular and I'm probably, I won't be
1: around to worry about what's <laughs> happened.
2: Like, but, and I'm pretty sure I won't the, but yeah, I see that. I see people just like, yeah, like some of the accidents I've seen, it's like, what do you, like, I know the people are never going to be right from it again. Like I've seen, you know, squish people and stuff and it's like the, I know they'll never be right from it. And then like, they've got to fi- like now you're fired. You've all almost or killed someone and you have to go home to your wife and kids it's like
0: oh. yeah right i mean some people even just mess up hard enough that they're shaken for way too like they don't yeah they can't deal with yeah. it correctly but you've got all that extra you got the rest of your life tacked on with other people involved like what happens then
2: i think it's interesting too and in that some people have an innate understanding of how dangerous it is what they're doing is and they're fu- like they're mercenaries they're like they're cowboys like you and i they're they're, yep. they're there they're ready The and then there's other guys like there's a guy at my work that I laugh every time I see him because no matter what I see him driving it looks like he's got no business in the driver's seat <laughs> like it just looks like the truck it's controlling him it doesn't look like <laughs> and I don't know like I don't, I don't. I haven't even talked to the guy I'm not even sure I know his name And but I just see him and I think something bad
0: is going to happen to you one day <laughs> Should not be paid to be set at the whims of the machine you're operating. Something bad will happen to you. Yeah,
2: he doesn't get that. Like it's all on you.
0: Yeah, yeah. There were a few we were talking before. It's like I don't think I didn't see anyone else pick up the actual act of moving the truck as well as I did. But there mm-hmm. were a few that pretty quick were like, oh, that's that much weight going that fast.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was, it was pretty cool to see him uh, who snapped into shape about it. Because definitely, like, it is a boot camp. It's the same as, like, you are now given a responsibility a very much life or death, like, get it done business responsibility yeah. of handling this, handling this, handling all of that. But yeah. But yeah, he didn't make it. Didn't make it. And that was the thing, too. I was the only one. No one was there because they wanted to be. Everyone's there to be like, they've been pushed into it in some fashion. And I mean, it's all, all of it was related to money, of course. So that was like, everyone's here, like, I'm here to make money. But it was never, no one, it was never anyone's first choice. Except for me. And I was only there because it's like, I'm too cheap to pay for the school myself.
2: (laughs) But, yeah, I find that. when i found that i found that out about drivers who are really good that they'd never wanted to do it in the first place and it was just their only option and i like the amount of opportunities i've had in life that i've said no to to go drive just because i love it (laughs) (laughs) like and the like there's this guy who was one of the first uh like uh, his name is mark and he made me he was one of the first people that like took me under his wing when i was loading lumber trucks he like gave me tips and every time uh we didn't have his truck done he would watch me load and then teach me about the trucks but the everyone called him cowboy and he like he wasn't a cowboy it's just the air in which he went through <laughs> the atmosphere as he moved around I was like that's cowboy and he awesome. chain smoked cigarettes and ate ever left gob stoppers all day long every goddamn day <laughs> <laughs> and he was in his 50s and he drove he's the two one of the two best drivers I've ever seen in my like n- never miss a gear change never touch the clutch except when you pull out just drive like an absolute madman like the office said nothing about his driving style. He would get a lap of the eastern seaboard done and they'd be like he's back. <laughs> 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 he had uh, animal skeletons all over his truck yes. like inside the front of the in front of the radiator inside the front cow he had like a frog skeleton and a bird skeleton and like a rubber turkey stuck in the side of his trailer awesome. <laughs> i watched a guy
0: you so, don't want to pull that truck
2: over yeah. i was i was loading lumber trucks during coronavirus so our like we would that company used to load like 200,000 pounds of lumber a day and everybody was building onto their houses so we would load over 400,000 pounds some days it was herculean we'd empty rail cars onto semi trucks and uh but we'd have to get the day shift to help us load because there would just be no way for the size of crew we had when the orders would come in and the day shift didn't know what the fuck they were doing so we'd try and give them the easiest trucks with the most normal sizes of lumber to figure out how to load it and there was this one guy uh the yard boss who loaded Mark's truck one day and so he like put most of the stops reasonable. And then he had this really long beam that wouldn't fit properly. So he just stuck it diagonally across the entire truck with it hanging over the headboard, almost touching the back of the tractor. <laughs> and then it like the back of it wasn't locked in nothing. And he just threw straps over it and went and parked it. And like, we all looked at it and we were like, there's no way. Like no one had ever heard of Mark rejecting a load. He just looked at him and be like, all right, that's how I have to drive today. But we looked we were like,
1: I'm not touching that thing. I'm not reloading
2: it. (laughs) Whatever. That's the office's problem. Mark shows up, 4 a.m., fires up, takes off. Never heard a word about it. (laughs) Quite a
0: handicap to play with.
2: (laughs) Looked at it, threw every strap on the trailer over it, drove
1: away. And I was like, you are the fucking coolest. (sighs) That's so... Yeah, cowboy.
0: Get it done. (laughs) That's awesome.
1: He
2: misheard my name and called me Nate for six months and i didn't correct him
0: that's quite a mishearing <laughs> yeah but I... <laughs> cowboy can call you nate yeah that's fine. i right. figured I was like, I... <laughs> yeah. for you anything
2: yeah so what happened what happened next
0: <sighs> where were we class yard uh he left a few other people just washed out i mean there were some people who were just like one guy washed out at the very end because you get three lates and you're out. And he's just like, like dude had grills, and he's just like, <laughs> dude had enough said. Yeah, had he just grills. wasn't wasn't taking it seriously. He wasn't gonna make it. He was t- trying to tell people uh, uh, how they should be backing up, like what they should be doing. Well, he can't do it. and It's just like <laughs> fucking. All right, man, Larry, 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 <laughs> Larry with wasn't grills. gonna make it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! And
0: there was some other one of the other yeah. So there, there were a little bit of rollover in the classes because you failed out <clears throat> during the, the final like testing weeks. Um, you get three strikes all together, and they had it broken down into your pre-trip, uh, your backing, and your road test. Mm-hmm. And if you fail one, uh, they just reschedule you for like the next week because there's a current class already so there were a few holdovers from the previous class and uh larry ended up hanging out with the previous class as larry and it was pretty funny seeing them (laughs) off in the corner like next to the the fence both in exactly the same posture and very similar clothing talking to each other like they know what's (laughs) up while fucking up repeatedly Larry's come out of a factory somewhere. It was wild. Like, almost... Because they'd stand, like, hands in pockets, not looking directly at each other, so it was just like... It was a mirror image.
1: Oh, my God.
0: But, uh... right, so we got done with that. Um, Yeah, they flunked out. Uh, Then it was on to the... Did anything else happen? Yeah, it was just all in the yard, moving around. And then it was on to the uh, the over-the-road section, where we all got paired up with a training... Teaching? It was T.E training educator i don't know what it was it wasn't instructor so i never remembered it because it was something else i think it was educator um and i got out in south boston virginia uh and that was just like you just tagged along with them as they ran loads and you did the driving Mm -hmm. and shit and that was fine i guess i don't know it was about what i expected i think and i'm pretty sure i got one of the good ones and he was a man who didn't check any of his equipment and yeah yeah yeah, and I guess he'd been, uh, what he's, he'd been doing it for, he'd been driving for 14 years and working the Dollar General account for a three with Schneider, and I was, like, his third student, but this is, like, after coming out of the corporate environment where they're very much by, like, the Schneider core values and, like, you know, you should do this by the book. And-
1: <laughs> I've seen these guys at truck stops. I know exactly who works for that fucking company. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them standing in the parking lot of a truck stop with their hands on their head and the front of another truck leg like, ripped off on the ground because they just backed into it and ripped its face off and, and acting like God just did something to How them. could this happen? <laughs>
0: i mean, judging by the rest of my class and the, the, judging from everything I've seen it wasn't the uh, people the Air Force guys teaching me yeah <laughs> the Air Force guys know what's up to
1: here are the rules you're never, you're never going to follow them but this is what they are
0: we're going to say them to you repeatedly over and over so maybe you might think about them before you fuck something up I don't think so <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I get out there with him, and all of that is immediately out the window. Like we're not checking anything. We're not. <laughs> and this guy, and he's like, he's just a dude. Like nothing against him. He's just some dude working a job, and he gets the job done. Like he's not a, he's not a bad driver. is a thing, mm-hmm. like he's never hit anything. He he's a great at backing up. Like I seen him fucking pull some shit that was crazy. But uh, he's not playing by any of the rules. I suppose. supposed <laughs> <laughs> to. <laughs> He's like, he's the first night, uh, he drove us back to the operations center instead of me driving because it was night on the highway and stuff. He just wanted to get there, but like, he's on his phone all on the road. And said, do you drive anything with lane assist? No, the? yeah, so it's got <clears throat> it doesn't do any of the driving for you. I
2: have driven one once, yeah, yeah. I have driven one once.
0: But it doesn't do any driving for you, but when you get when you if you cross over the edges of the lane, it puts on like a buzzer noise mm-hmm. that sounds like when you hit the rumble strips, like burr, burr. And he's just like on his phone, driving with one hand at the bottom, pinballing back and forth between the two. So it's like, that's, and every time it happens, he'll look up and adjust and then look back down and wait for the next one. That's
2: actually really innovative. Good on him. And also, of course, they're going to lean on the safety (laughs) (laughs) protocols. Oh my God, that's hilarious.
0: I mean, yeah, it's like, uh, what's it? the the things you support grow weak. Yeah. And that's all of that. Like, all these assistive technologies. I jet driving in general. Like, all these assistive technologies we put in everything just means people don't have to learn how to do that for real.
2: Everybody who has a backup camera stares at the screen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't care if it's 100 fucking feet long. I can back it up without even seeing what's behind me. What the fuck are you doing?
0: Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, just being out with them was... I don't know. He's a big kid driving a big truck and he gets them where they're supposed to go and he gets them unloaded and then he goes back and he drinks Dr. Peppers and watches TikToks on his phone. Fucking TikTok. <laughs> Jesus. And you know and hearing about... He's got some kids and he's got a wife and he's got some rental properties. And this is where it's like, he's just a dude and he's not a bad dude because hearing him talk about the rental properties it's like he does what uh, our landlords do where it's like he charges a reasonable amount mm-hmm. and provides a decent service and good living. So eh, that's fine. But he's clearly... Um, this dude is like, he's got a gut because he sits there and hunches over yep. and like a chin strap and he wears a baseball cap and he's apparently got some absolute like milf mode trad wife at home i, I saw like two pictures and it's just like fucking heavy top heavy bottom hourglass he's <laughs> like you still you're living it like you got it figured out better than most people i've met <laughs> oh that's and, terrifying and a few calls where he's doing it's always everyone's always talking to their phone like this because they don't put up their fucking ear got her on speaker and she's like bitching about a kid biting people or something <laughs> and just like, like I can't be doing this losing <laughs> my mind out there
1: just <laughs> <laughs> munching people <laughs> oh my god
0: <laughs> he's, like, he's got his hat off he's like wiping his head he's like, rah, rah, rah. It's like I can't do this on my own like you gotta come you gotta and he's like, well I don't know like you gotta I mean right
1: <laughs>
0: simmer down woman oh my god that's still like i'd prefer that life to yeah over
1: yeah what well, most people got going for sure right? that's so funny. <laughs> 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 he might as well have just told her well honey that sounds like a you problem <laughs>
0: He didn't go home that weekend. They at home, so I guess he took an extra load and just ended up out for it and like stopped home Sunday and then left on a Sunday, Monday morning.
1: <laughs> That's nice.
0: In his truck, he's got a little cot and he's got a PlayStation and he's got a little fridge full of sliced meat and Dr. Pepper. He's got everything he wants. He's got all his, like, three months of paperwork jammed up in a pile up in one of the upper cabinets, so, (laughs) you know?
1: Oh, my God. Yeah,
0: Yeah, just out there fucking not checking equipment, falsifying loads, and banging his wife.
2: (laughs) well, Well, you were gone the one Saturday I signed up for overtime but I got an extra day. I they had an extra 2 pallets going to a place that I was one of the only people who knew where it was. So I got assigned. I was hoping to work like six hours and it was gonna be fourteen. I had to do like two full laps to New York City basically. Wait, you
0: wanted to work six hours and it ended up being fourteen hours? Yeah. Damn, I've had some rough shifts, but that's like
2: <laughs> Yeah. So the it was the two pallets were supposed to go first and they were loaded on a ten wheeler. And I hate driving them. They're fucking terrible. Like they just suck. The every international product is just a piece of shit and I hate <laughs> touching it. So I was already not pleased that I had to even drive mm-hmm. that garbage. And then I opened up the back and I was like, that's just so much. I mean, I was going to burn like probably a hundred, no, probably like 70 gallons of diesel fuel for two pallets and in six, seven hours of work. And I was like, fuck that. So I drove half, like down the road, like a quarter of a mile. And then my conscience wouldn't let me do it so i went back and got the semi went and got my favorite semi tractor and then went and got the trailer that i was assigned for later in the day waited all out and i was like well whatever's gonna happen's gonna happen <laughs> i backed everything into some doors then loaded everything onto the one trailer and this because like one pallet is pretty heavy it's all yeah. liquid and uh so i left and you know probably not a good idea i to say publicly what my gross weight was when I <laughs> ran over the scale on my way up but let's just say I was heading to New York City but I started by going west because I had to drive <laughs> all the way around Philadelphia so I didn't run over any scales <laughs> so I got 14 hours of work done in seven and a half, and and then on my way back I came back I-78 and the, they have a scale house there which was what I was trying to avoid and so I got pulled in at the scale house just in the you know random chunk of trucks they're taking off the highway and then they pulled me all the way in for a full DOT inspection, and they had the barn open with the pit to go under it and check every single one of your brakes. So I was like, "Okay, this we're we're gonna tear the truck apart today." And I was smiling, like the I was a little nervous, but as I pulled in, I was smiling because I was like, I knew what I had just done, <laughs> and I knew that I was empty and everything about my truck and trailer was 100% good to go and so I just like drive by the line of trucks that the DOT officers are tearing apart and then there's you know there's guys just like screaming on their phone like obviously been out of service hoods open fluids leaking on the, you know just like the fucking shit show going on and then the officer comes up to me and he's like explains to me the inspection blah 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 he's like anything to say anything you want to tell me and I was like no let's get it over with I looked it over myself you ain't gonna find anything and then he was like all, right. All he, right, he tore my shit apart. Didn't find a single thing. The and the and on that truck, the umbilical hangs kind of low, so people let it drag on the catwalk, and I always wrap it up so it's high enough because they'll they'll, they'll you, you won't be able to get you for that. And so he could the my airline wasn't damaged, but it had a little abrasion on it where other people had drug it on the catwalk, and he looked at it, but mine wasn't on it. And then the so and I could tell he was impressed because like the you have like two inches on either side of your wheels when you pull into the pits for them to crawl under your truck and inspect all of your brakes and you can just see where everyone is running into the curbs or like hitting the bar another way yep. <laughs> and i just like perfectly floated every gear swung it around perfectly in the parking lot pulled in dead center like one inch on each side of my wheels he checked everything everything's good and then he Gave me my sticker, accommodation commendation, some paperwork. Should have uh, given
0: you a fucking gold star, too.
2: <laughs> they did. I guess they give gold stars or something. They're like, I don't know, it's like a golden little sticker that apparently you don't, that truck doesn't get DOT'd for two years. He put it on my really? like windshield. Yeah, I didn't know that they did cool. that. But the, he was a really cool guy, and he was wearing a, he was a New Jersey trooper, and he was wearing a jumpsuit. And you could tell he thought about everything he did, because he had, like, pens. In, in a pocket like yeah everything like was very clearly thought be. through mm-hmm. but the he was running a um a glock 19 in a drop leg holster and he should be running it in a mid-ride because it was flapping like he's crawling around out of the trucks so he's like banging around. banging around the ground and then i was really tempted to be like hey you should go buy a qls mid-ride system because your are gun flopping around but then i was like there's no like what's he gonna be like oh really like are you in law enforcement no i just think we're gonna have to shoot each other for water so <laughs> I just make sure I'm like... I was like, there's no way to tell him this. Like, I just got to take my clean DOT inspection and <laughs> go home. But I was like, ergonomically, man, you you're,
0: you're got it right. <laughs> you're a disgrace, officer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But it, it made me pretty happy, though, because I, I probably saved the company $600. And then I went and had dinner with my friends instead of... I think I worked like seven and a half hours with a perfect DOT inspection. But then I looked it up online, and it's... One in five trucks that get to would get out of serviced.
0: That's so, that's crazy. Yeah, that's half, so many machines out there that just should yeah. not Well, be.
2: half of it is, I think slightly over half of that is people running, um, they've got illegal, illegal logs. They didn't take their break or they're driving too many hours or something like that. So it's probably only like 10% is something wrong with the machines, but yeah. that's still a lot of machines to be, yeah.
0: That's a lot of weight it's slinging around out there.
2: I see guys hook up trailers all the time, and just drive away, They're never check if any of their lights work, which like, I would prefer if the people behind me can see me. Like I see trucks on the highway all the time that their trailer lights are uh, come unplugged and
0: that makes me nervous. Yeah, they got headlights them. and
2: everything behind them. There's 60 feet of
0: black. Yep. Yeah. Right. It's so, yeah, even just, yeah, like we didn't even do, we didn't do a light test half the th- we did a light test half the time. Like walk around the trailer <laughs> and looked, and usually it was because he'd be going back there to check the lift gate. Because if that doesn't come all the way up, you have, then it's like then you have a then you yeah, have yeah. a real problem. Yeah. You have a, a problem in the course of your duties. But even that he didn't do it properly. He wouldn't unfold the second half of the gate, so he wouldn't push it all the way up. But one of ours didn't actually go all the way up. Like he he tested it up to like seventy percent. He's like, Yeah that's good. And then when we got there it wouldn't raise the it last yeah. like inch and a half. So that was a little harrowing to push these carts out and it's like go have the whole thing do this. <laughs> But yeah, like, not take that. We had we had the set of brakes on the trailer lock up the second day we're out. And it's like, why don't we do a brake test? Shouldn't we be doing that? You know, so I don't find out in the rain at the highway going in 68 that the brakes lock up. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: it's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy what people do. The...
0: Oh, man. And we only scaled one load because as soon as we pulled out, he was just like, that's heavy. He just knew, yeah, which is can, fair enough. It's like He's been doing it right long away, enough, yeah. you could tell. But that was still... Whatever. What did he say? You gotta keep the DC honest. You let them do that shit once, they'll do it every time. Overload your trailer. Oh,
2: yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind overloading, like, the... I've only run overweight a couple of times, but it was always, like, it just makes sense. The, It was always the right thing to do. The... But yeah, if you let them, if they know, if they can give you an illegal load every day, anybody will take advantage yeah. of that.
0: Yeah. Now you're working for a smaller place, but yeah, like working for, yeah, I don't even know yeah. what it's I know like the guy's name
2: I can go yell at, yeah.
0: Yep. I don't know what it, what do you call the yard jockeys? Yard dogs. Yard dogs? So that was fun. It's like, pull up to a yard dog, we gotta find out where this trailer's at. <laughs> call him the radio in. It's such a mess. But, uh, it was interesting coming from, man, fuck dollar general interesting coming from Aldi where like working in their uh warehouse building pallets and seeing like oh so this is how you can do it right and even them like with their massive turnover just going through batches of candidates every week they see you still they ended up with like the best people out of every mm-hmm. batch because that's how it works ran a pretty tight ship like kept everything clean oh what was it I said To my manager when I was there one time, I was like, This is the nicest warehouse I've ever been the inside of. Like I've seen a few, I've worked in a few, but uh it's still I said that to him and he laughed. He's like, Oh, you're not joking because I guess he had come from an Amazon position and's been there like state of the art space age robot shit. But it's still like a nice nice place to work. Got their shit in order. Coming to Dollar General where after seeing the state of their yard and the state of their trailers and the state of their stores and the state of the employees in that store. I imagine the inside of the warehouse is like a circle of hell. I imagine there's almost no lighting. And like all this, because all the rolltainers, like all the rolltainers are fucked up. They're bent and damaged. They're held together with zip ties and duct tape and like just the rattling of them banging together. I imagine inside that building is the sound of like industrial fans and all these containers smashing together and probably like the local Hispanic radio station. And it's dark and damp and there are definitely critters running around cuz it's just a giant blank building. Yep. I wouldn't want to work there. No one who works there looks like they want to work there.
2: Yeah, I delivered one day I had, um the I got called in to run deliveries to a bunch of Walmarts cuz somebody fucked up or fucked off or quit, I don't know. And the I had read about the supply chain problems with people over-ordering and retailers having to slash prices and not being able to move inventory. Holy shit. I went to 5 Walmarts over the course of 12 hours. One was the best run Walmart I'd ever been to and the other 4 were exactly what I would expect and one of them had I didn't count every one, but I'm not I'm very sure I'm lowballing it when I say there were 70 40-foot shipping containers stacked out the back of the Walmart. What? full of shit and then every inside all of them you can't even walk like if if you like take a peek through the plastic next time you're in a Walmart of the doors that go into the back next time I'm in a Walmart
1: (laughs) yeah right right. (laughs) I don't go there
2: It's like every aisle back there is like you can't even move the aisle like the floor. It's just shit piled everywhere boxes falling open like They're not going to sell that. It's so overflowed. I was talking to some of the people at some of them and they're like, oh, yeah, we got the holiday season coming. You haven't seen anything yet. And I'm oh just like, God. oh my like they're just drowning in fucking shit. That's just what the dollar are. And garbage right. and fucking yeah. boxes of macaroni and cheese and whatever the fuck. It's, it's all just
0: in piles.
2: Piles. <laughs> eventually, they're just going
0: to let people back there. It's like, yeah, go at it. I don't like know. There's,
2: you're just not going to sell it or make a problem. like What the fuck? It's just shit. Like, how do you, I've never seen a Walmart with 70 shipping containers full of shit. And that was the worst one, but everyone else had 30 at least. Jesus. There was one place I went to where they had an extra parking lot next to the Walmart that they either like owned or had control over and they my guess judging looking at what was happening was that they had so much shit that they went and got a bunch of 53 foot trailers that were no longer roadworthy and leased with some Yahoo company, so they had some old Ford Aeromax semi-truck that was just like, it had been run into anything and it was just <laughs> kind of sm- every body panel was zip-tied together with duct tape, it was so fucked up, it was unbelievable, and so I guess they had been, some, they're contracting with some company to jockey 53-foot trailers in and out of the Walmart loading doors so that they can have some place to put all of the shit, and there was 18 53 foot semi trailers like old rusty pieces of shit ones that are all banged up on all the corners
0: what is going to happen in all this like it's got to top out eventually
2: it's sooner or later you have to
0: realize the losses on
2: your books because they're like
0: you know well that's what um yeah because dollar general is the same thing like every store we went to there wherever you're supposed to unload the tainers is like packed and it's just like just push them out in the store put them in the aisles like whatever and there's always like there's one person working there um there was one dollar general that was really like tidy I that like that. Kind of when I, nice. Like the
2: Walmart I went to that was run. I was like, there's, I'd like to meet the manager here. So yeah, I was thinking it's somebody like drills here's... their people to a level of proficiency.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to meet them too, but didn't have time for it. But all the other ones, it's just like, they're falling apart. The walls are all fucked up, especially back in like the stock rooms. Like the panels are falling out. There's just, it's just a fucking mess. Um, Where's it going? We, I, uh, yeah, they're just pushing stuff out. And yeah, and um, the, the guy I was with said, uh, he's like, they'll just keep pushing out. like just fill them up as long as the distribution center doesn't show like isn't in the red doesn't show a a loss like just keep getting the stuff out so i guess eventually like the store will be full you're going (laughs) to run out of room then what happens especially with all that stuff like the longer you the more shit you keep pushing into these rooms the more of it breaks i know for the dollar general we're unloading it by hand and like shit falls off the top you have to be careful when you pull it out they call them the toppers all because the, they just toss stuff on top of the roll tainers. you got to pull them out and then get the, the u-boats to pack more stuff onto mm-hmm. and wheel them out and like what was it you're not you're not supposed to put anything heavy up there or anything fragile but all the time boxes fall down and they're like they gotta be like 40 pound boxes, just like bam and you hear it hit the ground and immediately everything and it breaks you can hear it just and you pick it up and it's like <laughs> toss it on push it out somebody it's else's not problem not our problem we just we just deliver that's crazy but yeah it's just
2: yeah trucking is a it's so interesting because the nobody so few people do it for love the game but it's actually like it's better than a business degree if you decide you're gonna if you like driving and you want to learn about the economy like in my head i have a map of the how the island of manhattan is fed and where what warehouses in New Jersey like I don't know all of it but I know a pretty large percentage of which companies flow which products into that island every single day and which people buy them and where they're distributed to and where they come from everywhere in America and like
0: yeah you're at the bottom looking at it
2: I logistically know where New York City's food and water and fucking Amazon shit comes from and it's like it's a real like you see the money flowing yeah and the
0: yeah, even just like Dollar General, seeing all like they're all brand name products. There's nothing generic in there, and seeing what's piled on, and like it's some of it's packaged in uh, boxes from companies I've never heard of. It's like I want to see who they are, like what are they doing, where's this stuff coming? from? Yeah, when from? you
2: know the mega conglomerates that which brands they own. And, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And at the bottom, there's you know me moving around. There's someone below me getting paid almost nothing, hanging out in a dark room putting it onto cages. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, the jobs I see people do, it's just like, why? Like, do heroin on the street. It's like, I don't, like, what? What are you?
0: Why? It's, it's the same thing. um, It's self-selecting now. Like, service industry jobs keep getting worse because they pay nothing. So who's going to do that job that pays nothing? You couldn't, I wouldn't take fucking our roommate out. I wouldn't, he couldn't pay me $10 to drive him out to the store. It's like, $10 isn't enough. No I'm way. not doing seven twenty-five yeah. 25 for anything. You can give me seven dollars and twenty five cents, and I'll say thank you.
2: <laughs> yeah, like thirty dollars an hour. Fuck yourself. The yeah. <laughs> and Whatever. pretty soon it's going to be fifty.
0: The yep.
2: Yeah, I, I just keep looking at people wondering, and it was interesting too. The um, I was talking with somebody I can't remember who, and the for some reason we we're talking about titles of cars. Oh, I think it's because i think it was somebody at work because they see me with a different car like all the time and then i had the fiat so the um but then i asked like asked anyway something about a title and then they're like oh i don't have my title the bank has it and i was like whoa Whoa.
0: i had when i bought the fiat i had that like they held the title till i paid it off that's like okay i can't break this
2: never not had the title for a car i've owned that was
0: like this isn't my car yet (laughs)
2: And then I, that just like really blew my mind though, because it put me in the mental headspace of like people's lives, their houses are rented from a bank and their cars are rented from a bank. Like the, I used to know this drug dealer when I dropped out of college who explained to me how the, like, um, if you want to be a successful drug dealer, what you do. And one of the things is like every time. Like you move between cities if you're moving lots of weight, and uh, every time you need a safe house, you go to Rack, the rena centers, and you fully furnish an apartment with a lease. And then if you have to abandon anything or you go to jail, they'll come repossess everything for you. Your whole life is like a pop up life, and it goes right hmm. away. As soon as you stop paying the bills, they come get everything. So you don't have to worry about leaving anything behind. Like you just bring your body and your bags and burner phones, and then everything else disappears behind you everywhere you go. Yeah. And, the, and that the,
0: explains the aesthetic. More that I hadn't thought about, like the aesthetic of serious drug, like uh, illicit substance and such movement. It's yeah. all like it's because it's all rented from the same places. Rent,
2: rental cars, every, yeah, just because hmm. everything's disposable and the profit margins are so high that you don't like the them. You have an you have an investment company buying real estate you've never seen if you're doing it properly, and the
1: yeah.
2: everything else, it's like it's it's almost like Buddhist level hmm. non-materialist. But then I was thinking of like everyone else is a materialist and they aren't selling drugs and they don't have profit margins like that and their whole life is still
1: rented from some sort of financial institution.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that's that's just... uh, I think the car was the only thing I ever had where it's like it could be taken away. Like it wasn't mine and I had it. Yeah, like living your whole life like that. The... I don't even fear. Just like there's no... You have no foundation. Yeah. There's just always like nowhere to settle down
2: yeah like when we buy land the no bank is gonna be hey this is what we would like to do with this will you give us a loan no what the fuck is wrong okay perfect i'll do it on my own then <laughs> <laughs> like i have no use for a house and any i was thinking about it and like i need a shower and i need a place to shit but a house that's way too many steps it's
0: <laughs> what am i gonna do with all that and then it's got stuck somewhere fill it full of shit i didn't need yeah moving boxes of stuff around no thanks i'm already trying to get rid of all my stuff and all right now all i have to worry about is like the federal government coming and maybe bothering me yeah like imagine having them and the banks out together <laughs> yeah no way man <laughs> i'll take a bunch of money from the bank and then put it into something that disappears
2: <laughs> i do like the ramifications of the abortion decision though with people being uh oh, my God, my Apple Watch is tracking my period, and they can like, yeah, get yep. your fucking tinfoil hat on. The, yeah,
0: everyone is watching if you're doing, you. If you
2: wake up every day and do right by the people around you and the right thing, you can still be doing something illegal in this day and age.
0: Yeah, and everything yeah, everything's spying on you. Man. I've been paranoid about computers for... because I uh, I don't remember, day um, I little brother by Cory Doctorow?
2: No, never.
0: It's a good book. It's a young adult novel about a terrorist attack in... San Francisco, where it ends up being, like, the police state gets to come out and play. Like, they lock it down, Mm -hmm. it's been a terrorist attack, and everyone gets fucking crazy. But it's got a real, like, Cory Doctor has a real tech background. So it's all, like, realistic ideas about how you could uh, interact with these systems and get around them and stuff. But that gave me, that instilled in me a proper sense of paranoia about the machinery, like, the technology I interact with. Like, hmm, it is listening to you, and they can get into it, and you don't own it.
2: I was learning about the you know what Pegasus is, the Israeli company, the maybe what they do. do? Uh, they let you spy on phones, they specialize yep. in iPhones yep. that I remember small killing. The... Yeah, yeah. The so they have this second generation of um, Pegasus technology that, that all they need is your phone number. Like you don't have to click on a text anymore. Like you have to assume every single device like the way I live with cell phones just because I refuse to spend money on cell phones is actually the way everyone needs to live with cell phones. You need to just be able to just like oh, this one's probably compromised, and then just shred the entire thing and grab another one at a stock and re-pop up your life and keep going. Jesus. Like, there's you... Reasonably, like, the only safety at this point is being some random person in suburbia. Like, if you've decided to play the game at any level or have an opinion, you have to assume that anybody can reasonably just convert your phone into it. Like, a Faraday K, a Faraday bag is what you need if yeah. you want to do anything. That's or Throw the fucking phone out the window. Like,
0: Oh, my God. This is, like, I've been... How do you teach? I've been. Uh, so I like to drive fast. Yeah. You know, I like to take corners hard to get to the point like where you can feel the tires about to break away and you play mm-hmm. with Yeah, that. you feel yeah,
2: like. Yeah. Getting loose.
0: And uh, so I've been looking into conspiracy theory shit a lot because I like to do that with my attachment to reality as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I've always been grew up on 4chan. like this shit has always been floating around the paranoid mm-hmm. stuff and 70 percent of it maybe alex jones has been right about true a decent amount of stuff and that's the thing like you, um we were talking about how like how do you get people to pay your taxes if no one agrees on the base reality and it's like i think a lot of people are no longer agreeing on the base reality and they're finding the way to that through perhaps avenues that we should so much
2: it's like yeah i've had people tell me stuff who was telling me? Oh yeah, some guy at work was telling me about the how he wished he made all the money when oil was negative. I was like, "You understand you have to take delivery of those oil contracts, right?" <laughs> what? Yeah. It's like, "Well, my buddy's got a tanker." I said, "Are you going to profitably at negative $38 a barrel get that tanker all the way down to Texas and then negotiate the sale of it to a refinery for" And he's like, "Oh." And I was like, he's like, "I don't think it works like that." And I was like, I fucking, know, I fucking know how the commodity markets work. I'm fucking telling you. And also, you couldn't get an oil tanker because everybody within a radius that it was profitable to do that was driving them down there and taking delivery
1: an at negative thirty dollars a barrel. Like you, random Joe in America, we're not about to outsmart the system. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up. Oh uh,
0: yeah, we we have a lot of <laughs> a lot of environments online. Just mostly online at this point because all the. Television and stuff. The old hats are garbage and they've been garbage for a minute. But the new ones are more, people listen to them more. Anyone watching Fox News has been watching Fox News and is going to continue to watch Fox News. Yeah. But TikTok converts people. It'll tell you, it'll pump your head full of all kinds of crazy shit. Whenever you got to sh- make sure you're listening to the right crazy shit. Yeah,
2: when people show me a TikTok, it's every time I'm just, what the fuck? It's like brain, it's brain poison. It is so bad.
0: Yeah. It's You don't even, you open the app and it just begins playing you stuff.
2: I forget that it works like that. I am I like my old man life so much. Like,
0: I, I I hate that for this I'm going to set up some emulators and begin looking into TikTok. Oh, I'm like, excited. I, 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 me too, but also TikToks. T- <laughs> <laughs> I got to go look. I got to see what the people are up to. It's like sitting in a gas station buying a case of White Claws. You got to check in on the normies. Or they'll get, get nice. away from you. <laughs> Keep an eye on the Melvins. That's wild, dude. We call it here? Yeah, I think, I think this that was pretty, pretty I think that was pretty good, dude. yeah. All right, all right.
1: I have
2: no idea
0: how long that was that's... I think that was
2: about an hour.
1: Yeah. We'll see. My wife send you? No sir, but you look like someone who could really use some
2: rubber nipples. It's weird, I hate advertising so much. Yeah, just completely address the product. I went on a search for the best pocket knife I could find that's taken me many years and I used to have a custom matching set of different sizes of pocket knives for different occasions that were of very high quality and I would shatter the blades using them like crowbars all the time and then fail to sharpen them and cut electrical wires with them until they were live electrical wires occasionally until... This is great. Large pieces missing. And on a long enough time scale, it became untenable to lose a $70 knife repeatedly. So I went looking for a different solution. And I like very sharp things with a high degree of precision. And I settled on these utility knives. If you look them up on Amazon, they're called Work Pro Folding Utility Knives. They're very simple and they come in packs of three. And the reason I picked them is because I wanted to be able to wrap my entire fist around a knife to get the maximum amount of leverage I could because most of the folding utility knives I found came they folded out into odd shapes or they were large bulky things. And I wanted something very small and light I could put on me and then just change the blades out whenever I needed to. And then I also have the problem of I fly from time to time and I frequently forget knives and other objects in my backpack at the security checkpoints that they don't like very much. So when you have one of these, all you need to do is just push the release, pull the blade out, throw it in the trash can, and every time they've letting me go through the checkpoint with this dull piece of metal. And then no matter where in the world you land, in my experience, you can always get a standard shaped utility blade and have a functional knife within a few minutes of hitting the ground. And the best part of them is it's $15 for well who knows what it is with inflation now but I can't imagine it's more than $20 for a pack so it's about $5 a knife which lets you um, give them away to people who need quality knives I always keep extras on me and then lose or destroy or completely or use the knife body itself as a tool and completely ruin it to the point uh, that you need another one and it's not a big financial sacrifice when that happens. If you want to buy them, I fully believe in them. I have one on me every single day, as to most people I know, because I've given them one, and the uh, WorkPro Utility Knives. Buy them on Amazon. They don't pay me to say that. Nobody pays me to say anything. Sometimes people try and pay me to stop talking. That's never worked for them either. Buy these knives.
1: Hell <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. <clears throat> I'm hanging in, there ain't no doubt, and I'm hanging tough, over and out, over and out, over and out.